0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor and Today, we are talking about municipal taxes and specifically property taxes. This is the principal method that cities use to collect revenue and fund the operation of the entire city, everything from police and fire department to road repairs and community housing. From one year to the next, property values have remained relatively stable and the tax rate is generally calculated as a percentage of the assessed value using something called the mill rate. That is, until 2008. Many communities saw a dramatic fall in property values post-2008. Cities were slow to update the assessed values because it would have a direct and dramatic impact on their tax revenues. Meanwhile, the cost of providing emergency response hasn't gone down. Homeowners would eventually start challenging the property taxes, forcing cities to more accurately have the assessed values reflect the actual values of the properties. Many city budgets suffered terribly in the wake of the financial crisis and the impact that it had on real estate prices. Some cities elected to increase their mill rate. That is, they made the argument that providing basic services hadn't gone down and therefore the city could not tolerate a massive reduction in revenue. Other cities took the approach of devaluing the land component of the tax assessment and argued that the improvements, that is, the buildings, remained the same from one year to the next. The city of Chicago imposed an arbitrary 1% tax on property owners to help fund their dramatically underfunded pension plans. And as someone who's owned property in Chicago in the past, I can tell you that the property tax rate in Chicago is 400% higher, that is, fully five times higher than the property taxes in my home city of Ottawa, Canada. And that's a dramatic difference. We've seen some cities try to encourage development by providing a tax abatement for new construction in certain areas. In fact, many of the buildings that we built over the past five years in Philadelphia have qualified for such a tax abatement. In that scenario, you pay the taxes only on the vacant land and you pay zero tax, that's right, zero tax, on any improvements for a period of 10 years. And that's a pretty good deal. I mean, imagine having a, a brand new 10 unit apartment building situated on three lots where the annual taxes are only $400 a year per lot for a total of $1,200 for all three together. And that's for an entire 10 unit building and you get that for 10 years. That's a pretty good deal. Now, the cities also recognize that land values have recovered in many of the areas where this has taken place. So the most recent assessments have been updated to reflect the higher land value associated with the significant amount of new development that's taken place in those areas. And in some cases, the land value assessments have doubled or even tripled. The city has honored their commitment to the tax abatement, but has recognized that the increased underlying land values have, you know, taken place. And in some cases, those double or triple property taxes have occurred in a very, very short time period. And needless to say, there's been a considerable public outcry in those cases. Now, if you feel like your property taxes have been unfairly assessed, there is a process for appealing the assessment. In the case of Philadelphia, there's a deadline of May 25th to submit what's called a first level review. And if you received your 2019 tax assessment, you'll have got a form in with that assessment called a first level review. Now, you don't need a lawyer to send it in, but you do need to send it in before the deadline and explain why you think your assessment is faulty. You've got to include information about the location, recent sales in the area, and request a review from the Office of Property Assessment. The second step is an outright appeal of your tax assessment. The deadline for that is October 1st, and you'll need to sit before the Board of Revision and Taxes state your case for why your assessment isn't fair. and uh, You're probably going to want to have an attorney assist you with an appeal. Now, If you don't submit for the first level of review, you can still appeal. And if your appeal is not successful, you can file a second appeal in court. And for that you're definitely going to want to have a lawyer. Some communities also offer what's called a homestead exemption. And you can only qualify for that on your principal residence, not any investment properties or second homes. And the purpose of the homestead exemption is not, it's not a direct cut in taxes. It's a reduction in the assessed value by a fixed amount. For example, it might be a thirty dollars or $40,000 reduction in the assessed value. Now, if you're going to be undertaking an extensive appeal process, the time and money spent in legal fees definitely should not be more than your expected savings in property taxes. Now, one of my developer friends has quite a large portfolio. He also has quite a large team, and they dedicate a single person to property tax appeals. In fact, that's what they do all year long. The, the benefit in tax savings, in his case, justify a full-time position but you've got to have a pretty big portfolio in order to do that. As a property owner, as an investor, you certainly have an obligation to pay your fair share of taxes, but I don't recommend paying more than necessary. You may want to pay close attention to the property assessments, and once you've successfully appealed your assessment, the benefit of that appeal can last several years. As you're looking at your property tax assessments and wondering if you're paying too much, look at the appeal process and determine whether what you're paying is fair. In the meantime, have a spectacular day. Make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.